This is Biggie, and you're listening to the best of the new day. Feel the power on Spotify. It's a new day. Yes, it is. Welcome to the greatest podcast of all time, which is entitled The New Day. Feel the power. Baby. Mm. Ladies and gentlemen, I am Xavier Woods. I am Big E. And I am Kofi Kingston. And on today's episode, we have two incredible guests who the three of us love with all of our heart, mind, body, and soul. Ladies and gentlemen, these two women are two of the most talented humans that we have ever met, not just in our careers, but in our lives. We give to you Mm. the ones, Mm. the onlys, Mm. the iconics. (laughs) You got to pose when you, they can't see us pose unless they use the video in the clips, but we're all posing when you, <laughs> you got to pose when you say it. Got you. <laughs> the best. Thank you guys for being on. We appreciate Thank you for having us. Yeah, we were so excited. Dream come true. <laughs> well, they said, they said, who do you guys want on and who would be interesting and uh, have some good stories and great conversation and who's just all around Good people. Who are the good Aww. humans? You said, you said we got to have our girls. Mm-hmm. And it's I true. will say, I legitimately, I'll stroll into work. I'll go to a live event. And sometimes they're combined. Sometimes they're not. I don't really pay attention. And I won't know who's there. And if I see P Daddy and I see Billy, it legit just brightens my day to see you two. I have... I just run over to you and hug you, and it, like you guys are legitimately alike. And I think, hundred percent, hundred percent, crying. It's true. Cry. It's I'm true. Cry too. It's yeah. very emotional. It's gonna get so intense, you know. You guys told me a story once about how you met and how you came to be like the way that you are today. So can you guys explain the story of, of like growing up essentially like near each other? Yes. So we are both from Sydney, Australia, and we're both from Campbelltown. So like the same suburb. And we went to the same high school. I'm a little bit older than uh, P, P Daddy. as uh, e. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm a little bit older. So I was... Um, four years uh, ahead of her in high school. Um, But we never spoke or met. We just had this really intense rivalry for no reason, other than the fact that we both wanted to be the one and only (laughs) best wrestling fan in the whole high school. And we (laughs) we worked it too. So, Peyton, do you want to tell them about the lines that we used to kind of... Yeah, so when WWE would do, um, like, tours to Australia, they did them every year. Um, They still do. But they would always hold meet and greets. So we would both take the day off school with our separate friends and try to be, like, first in the line. And one time I was first in the line and Billy was, like, 
10 behind me. And I was like, I got you this time. And then the next year it'd be the opposite. She'd be ahead of me and I would be like all sooky because she would, you know, <laughs> give me the look. <laughs> and so we just like did not like each other at all. <laughs> but we had never spoken word to each other, which is the strangest thing when we talk about it. Yeah, but you've got this look sometimes. Like you put this look yeah. on and it's and like I you're you I'll keep my distance. <laughs> oh mate, I, I am intimidating. Don't you worry about that. Um so uh, fast forward a couple of years, I was actually training at um, PWA, so that's a, a training school in Sydney, um, when Peyton joined, um, I think it was a year or two later. And uh, I always describe this moment as like when you're watching a movie and like the soulmates meet for the first time and like the heavens open up and they have like this singing and they're looking into each other's eyes and then like they get married at the end of the film when they like spend the rest of their lives together. <laughs> That's what it was like. We actually, spoke. I was like, oh my goodness, I've just found my life partner. Yeah, because you stopped giving me that look now. Now you took it. And, and I, I appreciated that. Yep. Yeah, but nothing but love, you know. But the reason um, I decided to go to that particular school, because I had originally decided to go to a different school, um, but on my 16th birthday I went out to dinner and on the uh, restaurant door there was like a poster advertising a summer wrestling boot camp and I was like attracted to it immediately because it said wrestling and big riding. But then I was also attracted to it because person on the poster was Billy and I was like (laughs) (laughs) what the so so for some reason even though we didn't like each other I was like I'm gonna go there because I know her and then and then the heavens opened and we got married and (laughs) sparks flying you guys also probably have the most intimate friendship I think I've ever seen in life (laughs) 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 you're extremely close we are yeah I'll, I'll, I'll say it. I'll be the first one to say it. There's absolutely no boundaries. <laughs> <laughs> There's none. There's none. But I think it's very special because Peyton's like the only person I can like 100% be my true self. Like you have friends, acquaintances, you know, you've got loved ones, family, but I feel like you're always like a version of yourself in front of those people. But with Peyton, I can strip all that away and I am my raw self and she loves me for that. So that's why our friendship is so special. And it's the same for me. Do you think that having your 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 soulmate essentially when you came to the States, like how much did that help you guys being being with each other? You have no idea. Like, so we're both very close to our families. So we immediately would get like homesick. But before even moving here, like, the process of having to sign our contracts and like do all this like immigration stuff, I had no idea what the hell I was doing. And I wasn't, if I wouldn't have known what to do if Billy didn't do it. And I'd be like, how did you do this part? Like having each other, even just to sign the contracts was so helpful. Like I literally couldn't have signed my contract without her help. <laughs> <laughs> it's interesting. I feel like a lot in, in wrestling and normally we don't talk this much wrestling, but this is, I feel like this is good. Uh, I feel like there's lots of people who say, you know, you're here to make money and not friends. And, you know, you got to be looking out for number one and get to the top of yeah. mountains. It's it's lonely at the top. And it's like, yeah, it's lonely up there if you don't bring your friends with you. Yeah. Right. I never understood that mentality. So that's, again, to harp on what you were saying, that you guys' friendship is so pure. Like, that's why I think we all uh, all vibe with each other so well. Because we realize, like, there's so much more than just being, like, the star by yourself. You know what I mean? And so you guys are a great embodiment of that. 
Yeah, I, I fully believe that 100% and I know that every single one of you believe that as well because everything's such a team effort, whether you want to see it or not, we're all in this together. We all have the power to bring each other up and really like let each other shine. We all just need to come together to to be our best versions of ourselves, I think. Hell yeah. Now, speaking of best versions, yeah, uh, you guys have a game that started with E overseas. Oh, gosh. That's right. So <laughs> I, don't, I don't know how this began, but... You know, we have the house shows, the live events, and sometimes, you know, it's, I won't say it gets boring because I, you know, we all love performing and whatnot, but you get into a routine, you have the same matches. Do you know how this started or why? Why we decided to challenge each other to do different stupid things? Oh, I, I don't know. I don't know how it actually came about. It just happened all of a sudden and it was there. so essentially so i wrote these down actually i have these in my notes and i still have them Uh, yeah i gotta find the exact uh but essentially i would challenge you guys to do something silly in your match and you would challenge me uh and then we'd go out there and try to do it and we've it it ranged from like you doing batista's uh entrance entrance, yep um, to uh, I did jumping jacks. My my all time favorite, which I think you guys got in trouble for, <laughs> was the one with Lana. So I I challenge you before we go out there, and I challenge you to do a, a rowing of a boat, row the boat, somehow pantomime rowing a boat. And you, so a lot of times I kind of took the easy way out, and I would do it during my entrance. Oh my I would gosh. find a way to do it, and then get along with the match, and just and just do the match. But this was my favorite because you guys did this in the middle of your heat, in the middle of your match. I believe you tag each other. I, to correct me if I'm wrong, yeah. but I believe you snap Marilana. I think you told her, you think you told me afterwards that you told her just to sit there, just stay. And you, <laughs> you, you sandwich her. One of you sits behind her. One of you sits in front of her. And you use her body in pantomime, <laughs> rowing a boat. And, and I think I was legitimately on the floor laughing because it was the most brilliant thing I'd ever seen on a live event. Incredible. My God. Oh my gosh. That's hands down like one of our favorite memories. <laughs> we, I, we talk about that constantly. And you are correct. Um, I, I think it was I behind her. Was I, I was. Okay. So I was in front of her. That's right. So. <laughs> So Lana gets so bad as she's sitting there. And you're right, we did tell her oh to stay. Oh, my gosh. And I'm in front and Casey's behind. And we both just start doing a rowboat. And Lana's head's right behind me. She goes, what are we doing? And I was like, just sit down. Just sit down. <laughs> don't, don't rock the boat. Don't move. Just sit down. Oh, my God. So oh then after God. a couple of rows, we get up and poor thing, she's still sitting there. And I was no, like, <laughs> no, you're, no. So because we tagged, we have five counts. So we're sitting here rowing our boat. And I can't remember who the ref was, but they're counting one, two, three, four, five. <laughs> I think because I was tagged in, so I was legal. So I was like, oh, I'm just going to, what's that pin called from behind? Oh, Chris fixed. I crucifixed her. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> really just got up and out of the ring. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my gosh, Lana had no idea what was going on. No idea. I was, oh my god, that was the funniest thing and ever. But yeah, we got to the back, and Daniel Bryan was like, "Maybe don't do that." <laughs> like, sorry. Oh no! Oh, yeah. I think that's the best thing about that whole like competition because like not only on your end are you not telling like whoever you're in the ring that you're doing it, but he doesn't tell us like what you guys have challenged him. 
So I remember specifically, like, there was a couple of times, I don't know if it was like the jumping jacks or whatever, and, he, you know, we wild out before the match all the time. And then he starts, like, doing his things. Like, oh, they, they, I kind of want us to do, like, jumping jacks. So, you know, I'm going to start doing them too. I'm like, oh, okay, what, what are we doing? Come to find out, like, halfway through the European tour that you guys have been doing things, all, you know, every single day. It's the best. Yeah. So and th- well, he used to get more points if he got you yes. too involved. Ah, yeah. See? Okay. Yeah. So sometimes he would he would try to like get you guys to play along. I think yeah. my favorite one was one time he got in and he had to log roll from one side to the other. Oh, yeah. I remember you guys stepping over him. Yeah. <laughs> Just like staring at him. Yeah, there was opportunity uh, for double points, definitely. Yes, uh, there was. So I, I wrote this down in my notes, and I think it started in November of 2018. Uh, and I did forget. I think I a slow dance with Kofi once. I think oh, that, that might have been what it was. That yeah. is. It's just dance, just dance with me. Yeah, like, oh, what are we, what are we doing? And I'll, okay, I'll, I'll dance, you know? Yeah. Oh, that was so good. Great. Bit of fun, so you know? Wonderful. So yeah. That's what it's all about. We got to find it ways is. to keep each other entertained, you know, keep yeah. ourselves entertained, you know? Yeah. It's a, it's a long tour sometimes, being on the yeah. road for like 17 days or whatever yeah. it is. If we don't entertain ourselves, then it's not good for anybody. You know? No. Yeah. <laughs> right. That's great. But overseas is also too, Kof, when you uh, realize that you like the Iconics too, yeah? <laughs> yeah, man. You know what? And honestly, it, it kind of it kind of was like that because <laughs> so uh, I remember, I think it was you guys' uh, first European tour. And um, so... <laughs> I feel like we're saying back in my day, but back in my day, you know, um, there always used to be, you know, you always used to kind of like have to respect the uh, the elders, you know. Yeah. And I'm trying to word this in a way that Biggie and, and Woods can't like say, you know. So anyway, so so we're getting we get to the hotel or whatever, and I remember seeing you guys like standing off to the side, like we're going on the elevator. I'm like, what are they doing, you know? And um, next night was the same thing. You guys were like standing off to the side. I'm like, what is going on? And then I saw that you guys were actually like waiting for everybody else to get on. And you guys like, get, I'm, oh, I'm getting like emotional. Oh my God, this is weird. <laughs> oh my God. I, but like, you know, you guys like just waiting off and it's just like the gesture. Like I personally, I thought that it was always kind of like uh, almost like a dumb thing where like the, the older vets expected this, all the young people to come in and like show their respect. And, you know, you got to, you know, this weird like alpha male game or whatever. I don't know. But to see you guys like actually go out of your way and like humble yourselves enough to like, you know, respect the people who are on the tour, you know, and you guys getting on the elevator last we we'll be at the uh, airports and you guys waiting to be the last people to like check in. And I'm like, oh, my God, like the, they're doing it like nobody told you to do that. And it's kind of like a lost art, you know, so I was really just like taken back in like the best way possible. I'm like, you know what? From this moment on, like, these girls are good with me, you know? I don't, I, like, I always remember that. I don't think I've ever, like, told you guys that. No, but, um, no. Yeah, it, it was, it's a very uh, memorable just moment, you know what I mean? Oh, so I always appreciated the fact that you guys would, like, yeah. go out of your way to kind of, like, pay tribute to, you know what I'm saying? Like, For just sure. the people who are on the tour. And again, like, I don't think it's, like, a necessary thing. Like, I don't think that... You know, like some people think like, oh, the pecking order has been lost and like things have gotten too lax in the locker room and they need to go back to the way things were. Um, And I don't necessarily feel that way. But again, to see you guys just like go out of your way to like show the traditional respect that was shown back in the day. I always appreciated that. So thank you guys for that. Yeah, that means a lot. I mean, 
well, that first tour that you're talking about, we had only debuted, I want to say like not even like two months before. So we were like spanking brand new on the main roster. So we would have like, we never really had like discussion, but Peyton and I were always on the same page with that. We always wanted to just pay respect first and foremost because we didn't know anybody. So yeah. we wanted to really like set that a good example and, and kind of earn their respect before we started like joking and, and laughing and opening up with people. So that really means a lot because, um, you know, that's like we want to be respectful and professional first and foremost. So that's really cool. Yeah, it doesn't go. And, um, and I'm, <laughs> I was about to say like it doesn't go unnoticed, but, it, you know, it, this is like five years later that I'm like telling you guys this. So, I'll, and you're about, like, so we, we've been doing all this stuff and nobody's even like noticing or saying anything. And here I am like a jerk just like, oh, I see what they're doing. Yeah. Walk on and go about my business. So, oh, it's it, yeah. Thanks so much, Carson. Oh, I always appreciate it. Oh, yeah. But you've mentioned that to me and Woods um, several times. So it's yeah. obviously, yeah, I think we've just talked about how much we love you guys on our uh, own. Yeah. I never really we expressed it. it. So this is us giving you your flowers now. Yeah. yeah. But yeah. we have to give it back to you guys because in all seriousness, like I feel like a lot of people, like especially in this business, you have a lot of acquaintances. You have like uh, a lot of, a few friends and stuff, but there's very few people that I could like call if I had a problem with anything in life, in personal life, family matter whatever, uh, in wrestling, business, professional, whatever. But I 100%, I know Peyton feels the same way. I know that I could call any three of you and you would 100% have my back and support me and it's vice versa. So we love you guys. Like you guys are like our family and like our bond is just as, as special. And Aww. even like all your guys' help and like advice with like just everything that we kind of did as we were like building the Iconics, like, man, we would not like, we wouldn't have come up not come up because we didn't come up with it. You guys came up with like our stuff. <laughs> Helped us like like put us in the right direction. Cause I think you guys kind of knew where we wanted to go with it. Um and for us it was like we didn't weren't sure how to go about it. Just like advice and hey try this or give this a try when you did this or it looks like you should have done this or something. Like it's just all been so helpful and without that we honestly would not be like we wouldn't have been like former champs kind of thing, you know? I think that's kind of like really what bonded us all together. Cause as soon as like we saw you guys doing your stuff, we realized like, especially in this era of, of wrestling right now, I feel like all of us grew up on like the stone cold and the triple H and the rock. We grew up on that attitude era stuff. And so everybody always wanted to emulate those, those guys and girls. And so all of them were badasses. So I feel like mm -hmm. it created a generation of people that wanted to be badasses. And we lost a lot of different wrestling archetype characters that like the, like the heels that you guys are. Like I haven't seen like uh, like female wrestlers jump into that role, like that type of heel role for like a while as comfortable and as good as you guys have been able to do it where you could still be heels, but you're still like silly and hilarious, but I still want to boo you. And like, that's the vibe that we want when we're heels. And so it's like, oh my God, like they're killing this. Like, well, here's, here's what we did when like we're in this position, we tried this. It's not going to be the same exact thing, but yeah. maybe you can alter that idea and make it something better for you guys. So I feel like it's a, it's a very much, you guys had all the answers, but you just didn't know how to like unlock them. Yeah. Absolutely. Sure. I really enjoyed that you guys were doing creative stuff on digital too, because that was like when we were trying to get off the ground, it reminded me of, of our time trying to do stuff on digital. Uh, and I remember there's so many times I would get done with the show or we'd be in the car uh, and I would just watch one of your segments and I would have to text the two of you because I was dying laughing. Just so many times I watched a backstage segment or there was like a pre-tape or something that I missed and I would watch later and I would be cackling. And that's what I enjoyed so much 
Uh, you guys just find different ways of being unique and funny. Uh, and it reminded me so much of kind of us in, in a way, uh, and not saying it was derivative by any means, but just like, like Woods was saying, that same, like being a heel, but being entertaining, embracing being a group and like riding with your partner or partners in our case over everything. And uh, we just, I mean, that's why we gelled so much because you guys are incredible. Uh, and just your embracing being comedic, I really loved. Oh, thank you. Thanks so much. <laughs> no, I feel so loved right now. This is yeah. great. Yes. We just brought you on to gush over you for an hour. Yeah, so. that's it. I'm on top of the world right now. So that bond that we had created, that led us to swapping gifts at Christmas. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Would you like to sh- explain what's on your hands right now? Well, I'm currently wearing, I still have these in my kitchen. Uh, so they're cute. They're oven mitts. And you guys gave these to me for Christmas. Was this two years ago? Yes. Roughly. Oh my gosh, it was. Oh, oh, it feels One like is so much longer. Gator, and the other is a little lobster claw. Yeah. Yep. So, yes. And uh, that was, uh, I think that was Digital's idea. So the company came to us and said, hey, you guys should do a Christmas gift swap. And we just put it up on like Instagram Live or some some kind of. Yeah. Things.com or something. Yes. Yeah. Uh, and I don't remember all the details. I do remember getting Vegemite and consuming oh. Vegemite for the first time. Oh, yeah. And I think I think I had too much. That's my fault. Yeah. <laughs> I started to wonder, like, is Vegemite supposed? Are you supposed to like prove you're tough by eating Vegemite? Is, like only tough men and women eat Vegemite. <laughs> oh, how soft the earth they are! Like, I didn't realize it's supposed to actually be good. You're supposed to enjoy it. Is that a real thing? Yeah. You're supposed to enjoy this. It's delicious. E, I'm sorry. I'm putting my hand up. And yeah. I, I apologize for my part in that. I thought it would be funny. I knew it was your first time. I, thought, I took advantage of the situation. I thought, oh, this will be real funny. Let's pour the Vegemite into his into his mouth. It wouldn't have been a good experience for you. Um, I'm, I'm sorry, sir. Uh, I do think you should try it again because I think you would like it. Billy puts too much smear on her um, toast. You, for, you just dab it on, just a light dab, and you get some ex- some taste explosions with you're not sure which bite. Well, look, there's two, two types of people in the world. One that like a little bit of Vegemite, one that like a lot of Vegemite. So we're, we're a yin and a yang. For people that don't know, can you explain what Vegemite is and then we can go back into it's a um It's a yeast extract. That's what it says uh, in the bottle. Oh, it sounds, it yeah. sounds delicious. I can't believe it tastes so bad. Gross, yeah. It's a yeast extract? It sounds delicious. I can't understand. So it's a quirky black bread. Is they think it's Nutella. They think it's going to be sweet and chocolatey, and it is not. <laughs> it's the not. Salt, the salt bomb. Salt it bomb. was very salty. That was my. It was so yeah. so salty and briny. Yeah, but and with what? some butter and some bread. Briny. Br- That's briny. Right. I said briny. Yeah, briny, like brine, like brine. What's brine? It's like salty, one. like oh. pickle juice. Oh, but you yeah, got loves pickles, but this is very I salty. Do, but, yeah, very salty. What other <laughs> gifts were there? I can't remember the rest. Oh, oh the kangaroo. Was... The kangaroo onesie. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the kangaroo onesie. That's right. Is there a, 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 some fish? A fish bowl? Yes. Yes. Oh, we got you a fish. Yes. Yes. A, yes. An electronic one, though. And it yes, was yes. popping around. Yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> and I got a, a minute work CD. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was great. Um, what else was Christmas. it? I think that was it. Yeah. Good times. Kofi, what did you get? You know, I honestly, I don't remember. I, I think. Either. No, Kofi, you know what? We got 
we got you the fish and we got Woods the shirt. Was it the Hasselhoff oh, shirt? Oh, the Hasselhoff shirt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. The, was it the white on white? Or was it face? I think it said face off, actually. Wasn't it John? No, it was someone else's face. And oh, okay, okay, yeah, 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 yeah. It was face off, yeah. It was Nicolas Cage's face. Yeah. On That's Hello's right, yeah. Yes. yeah, yeah, yeah. There we go. What, a, what, a, what weird thing? What love exchanging with people? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I do kind of feel bad though. We got like fun gifts, and we just gave them like Aussie gifts. I know. Yeah. I love. We loved it. Yeah. I'm glad. But but you guys didn't get us like soul glow or or, or like <laughs> I know coupons to KFC, you know? <laughs> oh, they'll love this. Oh, yeah, they'll love this. Get them the brush with the block of wood on it. <laughs> oh god. Uh, so besides wrestling and all that all that good stuff, uh you guys, <laughs> you love a TV show called Mr. Bean. Oh, I love Mr. Bean. He's gifts. Yeah. Great. Absolutely incredible. E, uh, your love for Mr. Bean runs deep as well? Well, well I, I enjoy Mr. Bean, but I just remember, uh, I, I won't say love. And it's not that I dislike Mr. Bean, but I do remember uh, you guys would flood me with Mr. Bean gifts. Yeah. Uh, so Great that was gifts. a thing. You would just, just text me <laughs> Mr. Bean gifts. And I feel like there's one for pretty much any occasion. Yeah. So it felt very fitting. Um, so you just really enjoy Mr. Bean and I, I appreciate yeah. that. And there's something like satisfying when you're searching for a specific gift and you find it and you send it Yeah. and the, and the other person appreciates it and laughs. It's just magic. So yeah, <laughs> huge Mr. Bean fans. Do you think uh, any of your comedic antics have been inspired by Mr. Bean? 100%. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I was just going to say, sometimes we do stuff on TV and then we get back and we realize that we've just watched like a movie or we've listened yeah. to a song or something and it's influenced it, but we don't realize yeah. until we watch it back, which mm -hmm. is pretty funny. There was the one speaking of Mr. Bean, obviously he's uh, like, you know, body humor, physical humor and all that. Uh, there was the one, <laughs> I forget what the situation was, but you guys were mad about like getting kicked out. And you're yeah. outside and you're sweating. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody put it to, I think, like either Seth's music or like Spencer's music. <laughs> just like slam that. Oh my God. Just incredible. That was probably one of the most fun times that I've had uh, out in front of a crowd. It was, well, a, it was well, a. We didn't know that, that we were supposed like, we were going to do that. They just kind of said to us, hey, throw a tantrum. And then they said, yeah. keep going, keep going. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and we were like, <laughs> it ended up going for three minutes yeah. of a tantrum. Yeah, yeah. Are you was... like shaking your fist at a thing? <laughs> 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 I, I got scared because I went like this to Cone and he goes, don't show your fist to me. And then I was like, oh, you're not supposed to do that. So I went, <laughs> trouble. <laughs> Oh, that was man. a great time. Um, also, the Kayla harassment I love, too. Oh. Just you yelling at Kayla. Yes. yes. Classic, classic. You, be right. classic. Yeah. you know, it gets it every time. <laughs> yes. <laughs> that's, a, that's a sign of a good, like, heel, is they always have that one interviewer that they yes. just always pick on constantly. <laughs> <laughs> She's a huge fan of ours, so. It's <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I <laughs> Give her a little something extra. Yeah, yeah, yeah you, you know? <laughs> so, did you, did you get the... Um, <laughs> the 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 screaming did that start with Kayla? Which, which screaming? Say, There's you, a you lot of screaming. Be, you gotta yes. be joking. Uh, yes, that one. My bad. No, you gotta that be joking. Started with um, 
with Royal Rumble. That's right. Yes. And I absolutely, completely lost character, started dying laughing. <laughs> because we start cutting this, like, impromptu promo and Billy comes in with the, with the you've got to be joking me, and I... Not <laughs> keep it together. And then I, she just like kept inserting it, but I wouldn't know it's coming. And every time I would just like, it's <laughs> me every time. Oh, it's man. the best. I think there's a compilation of all. I, I feel like I watched this legit like <laughs> 10 times in a row. Yes. And there was a compilation of you saying it to like five different people. And the last one, I don't even know how you got your voice to just like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And like the look on your face too oh my god i I was just dying laughing in the living room my kids like what are you you watching i'm like oh oh my god and and the line are you even a real journalism uh, did you go to journalism for that? For that, yeah. Yes. <laughs> that makes sense. Uh, that's why it's funny. That's so ridiculous. So oh. stuff like this, do you guys, so so with lines like that, do you mean to to do this? Like you talk about it beforehand, like, oh, this would be funny to throw in there. Or like, She's oh. just so like naturally funny. It just comes out and I can't keep it together. And she just like keeps rolling with it. And so like, it just, it just happens. I have to say, uh, I didn't realize, but I do say you've got to be joking me in my daily life. <laughs> I, I actually do. I actually do say that, and I didn't notice that until I started saying it more and more on on TV and in promos and stuff. But yeah, I I catch myself saying it like every now and then in real life. But it's a very Aussie thing, I think. Yeah, yeah. which I like. But yeah, when you're saying it in real life. Are you screaming it, or is it like muttering, like, "Yeah, oh, you got to be joking me." <laughs> <laughs> it's actually like that. I don't shout it. Yeah, I'm like, oh, you could joke me. Like a bit more, more softer. That's, uh, that's so. That whole thing uh, is one of the reasons that we wanted to cosplay you guys at Dragon Con. So me and my friend uh, Michael Mosley, uh, we do Dragon Con every year. We've been 13 years straight, and for the past like three or four years, we do like crossplay. So like the guys will dress as like female cosplayers and the females will dress as male cosplayers. And so we always cosplay females. And so when I came to you guys very humbly and asked if we could dress as you guys, uh, one of the most fun moments of my life, because the little, the, the hands on the hip going to the, into screaming iconic thing is it feels so good in that gear and in that stance, you guys, you, you, you got something, you made something good. Aww. That was so like, that was awesome. Like the the outfits, and they were legit. Like, yeah, I, people yeah. need to know that. Like, they are the same people that made like Peyton and mine's gear. Like, made it for you and, and your friend, and <laughs> yeah. and you guys looked incredible. And when you sent us the picture, and, and you were like, "This is what, I'm going to post this," and I was like, "Oh, this is amazing!" <laughs> oh my gosh! And then the videos that you did, and everything was just spot on, and that was really really cool. Well, it's it's like. Having the, the the same exact gear and us walking around, people going screaming iconics at us. It, it it one made me feel good because they recognize wrestling, but then two it made me feel good like on a personal level as friends with you guys, yeah. knowing how hard you've worked to get to this point for people to just be able to walk by and see a black dude with straight hair wearing <laughs> like broth bullet thing and gear, like go oh I know that's the iconics dope hell yeah so like this made me so happy for you guys. Oh thank you. I didn't know that. Show. So one of my favorite memories uh, with y'all is when we went bowling. Oh, good yes. times. 
Oh, one of can the we most... do that again? By the yeah, way, just to... putting that out there. Yes, yes okay. please. Thank you. Uh, if you don't know what I'm referencing, on Up Up Down Down, we had a like a small bowling tournament. I don't remember what what we were doing. Was it Summer Slam or Survivor Series? I weekend? think it was Summer Slam. Something like that. And uh, we did a bowling tournament for Up Up Down Down, and the, <laughs> the love tap. Yes, the, the love, love tap. tap. <laughs> I'll let I'll let you guys tell this. Well, I, I'll preface this by saying I am a horrible bowler. Um, <laughs> just no hand-eye coordination, just just awful. So I like getting a strike is a big deal. I don't know why at some point, but uh, Billy was sitting down, and uh, I think I had like we had a few frames maybe in at that point, uh, and I think I asked you for a love tap, so just a little just a little slap on the buttocks. Yeah. And then uh, I was just real. I realized like this is on camera, and when the when the red light is on, I'll do stupid stuff just to try to entertain people. So I think I was like at this point before then. I think I was uh, doing weird things. Like try, I think I did a split into rolling. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I was just doing things to pop myself. Uh, but then for a while, I decided to like almost like take a big L, yeah. so I would run past you guys and then take a hard left and roll, <laughs> and then. <laughs> I finally decided, oh, let me get this Billy Love tap and see if that helps. I get a just a good, uh, firm, but but hey. gentle. There's some a good pat on the buttocks, and I roll. That's all in the wrist. All in the wrist, you're right. And uh, lo and behold, I roll a strike. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm saying, okay, that's rare, that's rare. Okay, let's just try it again. <laughs> We do it again. Um, do we? Do we add anything to it? I don't remember. No, we didn't. It just got more extravagant each yes. time. Yes, more energy, bigger and whatnot. So yeah, I get another slaps. swift love tap. Boom! I take off. I do the same thing. I run probably a good maybe uh, seven to ten yards. Hard left. Roll that bad boy. What? Another strike? Yeah, another strike. I said, boy, this has never happened to me in my life. And you were coming down the stairs when you took that left, yeah. too. Oh, yeah. yeah, the stairs. yeah. I, was trying to get, I think momentum is very important in bowling, obviously. Um, and then a third time, I said, this, this, let's keep going with it. This got let's to see be what it. we can do. Yep. Right. And surely my poor bowling skills are eventually going to ruin this thing, and I'm going to roll one in the gutter and hit one pin. But I go and I get a third long tap. Really? I take off. I take that hard left. I wind up and I release that ball and it travels down that greasy road. And I get another strike. That's three strikes. That's a turkey. It's I have turkey. never ever in my life rolled a turkey. And I promise you, I will never ever roll a turkey again in my life. And I know there was only one reason. For this turkey, it's the love tap. <laughs> so thank you for that. Thank you, sir. I'd be happy to have helped. That was amazing. It was an love incredible tap. time. Just yeah. all together, an incredible time. And I owe it all to you. So thank you. Thank you, sir. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> that was a really good time. <laughs> what a hell of a time. Hell of a time. Uh, so I'm just, I'm just like thinking and going through these like stories uh, where we're connected. And one of those would be uh, in regards to Peyton's birthday cake. Oh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh my goodness so you really I, tricked I, me there i need to apologize now this is was this in europe this was no, in europe no, uh, yeah wasn't no, it? we had just gotten back yeah it was the tvs right yeah. after oh, the right year. after yeah. oh okay uh but anyways they had us 
what do we do? Like surprise you guys for Peyton's? With it, one cake. Right. And the problem is it was like a stiff cake. Yeah. Oh, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sorry. So they wanted me. I don't know how I got stuck with being the the cake shover. I don't know how I, that was a bad idea. Um, I have no finesse, no touch, uh, clearly. Uh, But you need to do, you need like a whipped cream. You need something soft that, you know, leaves residue, but is nice and soft and doesn't leave, you know, it's not, this is a real, like a stiff cake. This cake it was they gave me stiff. It had fondant, fondant all over the top. Right. And I remember just trying to like shove it in your face, but it just, it, it wouldn't do anything. So <laughs> bounce back. Right. To leave any kind of residue, I had to like press in. <laughs> I feel like it was. <laughs> yes. It was, it was far too violent. Uh, it it kind of wasn't fun a- anymore. I don't think it, it lost oh, its no. frivolity. And uh, I'd like to apologize. I also blame uh, Dustin Wallace for not providing his cakes. <laughs> yeah, his cakes went up to snuff. So 50% me, 50% but didn't, Kofi, didn't you come in with a second fondant? Uh, no, I wasn't it one was like a diversion or something like that. And then we're supposed to come with the other one. I don't know. But it wasn't. I remember like the cake just going up against your face. And then they just took it off and it was like, we just prepped. It could have been a pillow. It could yeah. have been anything. I'm yeah. about to watch it right now. Yeah. <laughs> but I remember specifically cake being up my nose. So it, you know, I think the second cake, I think someone grabbed it and then tried to put that and on tried to face. smear it on and tried oh. to smear it. Yeah. That's what I think happened. Yeah, we tried to forget about this. <laughs> it, it, it was, it was uncomfortable. Yes. I just like remember said, looking over and I think it was Kofi that had the back of your head. And yeah. then he's got the cake, and they're like, <laughs> I'm, I'm watching it right now. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. I was like, oh, this isn't going yeah. right. <laughs> I don't know what to do. Stop the tape. This is, it's insane. I'm, I'm looking at it. It's so, it's so violent. <laughs> I, I didn't feel good about it. It shouldn't have happened. It shouldn't have happened. Watch it again now. I appreciated the effort. It was supposed to be fun, yeah. you know, so uh, I there's that. Fun. But you know what I do? You know what I do like about it? Because when you when you think about it, it's a good parallel to sometimes in the ring. It's like, oh, well, we got to just put a little more oomph on it. And and he was like, well, we all wrestle. I can put a little oomph on this and she'll be fine. And then afterwards, you still like, hey, thanks for the match, bro. <laughs> Everything okay? Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. It, was it was in there, yeah. No, it was in there, but it was fine. Billy, also, you have a fantastic story about meeting The Rock. Oh. That would be fantastic for everyone to hear. Okay, so in every single interview that I've ever done, I've always asked, like, they've always asked me, sorry, um, you know, how did you get into wrestling? Who was kind of like your inspiration? And I always have the same answer because it's The Rock. Um I grew up watching him, idolizing him from his promos to his ring work, just to his character. I was just obsessed. Um, And then, you know, I get signed and and get into WWE and that was always my goal to meet him. Um, And I had never had the opportunity. I think there was one time where he went to the performance center. I wasn't there that day. And like, I just had never crossed paths with him. So when the, um, was it the draft? I think it was... Was it draft night or was it the premiere on Fox? It was the premiere. It was the premiere, okay. So it was the SmackDown premiere on Fox and I knew that he was going to be there. So I had put my sources out and I had texted and I was like, I am meeting Dwayne (laughs) on Friday and I need everybody to 
to just let me know what's happening. And I, it was like social. Every uh, Dustin knew. He was like, yep, I'm on it. And I was so nervous the whole day. And I remember <laughs> Kate and I were walking down the hallways to TV and we hear his music hit. And I was like, oh, good Lord. And I just started sweating. And we go <laughs> over and he's practicing his entrance. And, and I can see him, but we're like far away. And Peyton's like, just go now. Just go over and say hello. And I was like, no, I can't. He's he's, he's rehearsing. I can't do that. So then I was just like near the monitor and I'm just staring at the monitor, watching him, you know, do his thing or whatever. And then I wanted to get it on film. I, I, I wanted to have this moment like captured forever. So I asked social to film it. So they're filming me and I'm literally like just to the side, just standing there like he's just waiting and staring and waiting. And it was about 30 minutes. My feet were killing me because I was in heels. And I started to like, I even get nervous just talking about it. I had so many like built up emotions and uh, he finally got out of the ring and I was like, oh, 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 it's happening, it's happening. And he was supposed to come up the ramp where I was and 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 he he went to the side and I was like, oh, no, no, no. And I went over to the edge <laughs> and, he, and he looked up at me and we made eye contact and I was like, and at this point I'm already crying. And I was like, <laughs> in my head, I was like, do I jump off the ledge? <laughs> because he, we're at different, so do I, because I'll do it. I'll, I'll jump off this ledge just to meet him. And then thank goodness he turned around and walked up the ramp. And I remember the video is just me crying like this when he's walking <laughs> up to me. <laughs> and thank goodness he hugged me. So we hugged and we had a conversation and uh, he was just incredibly sweet. And I was able to tell him that kind of like he ignited, you know, this like passion inside of me. And, you know, I I wouldn't have found like my purpose in life if, if it wasn't for for him and watching him um, on TV and everything. So it was really special and I'm crying my eyes out. And what I liked most about it after we got the picture and everything, you know, a lot of people came up to me and like said like how cool that moment was because they could tell how much it meant to me. So I told my, I sent the message straight away to my mum and my dad and my, my brothers and sisters and stuff. And everyone was just like, I can't believe that happened. Cause like, I feel like when I when that happened, I was like, I feel like I made it at that point. Like when I meet him, it's going to be like all this hard work for everything's paid off type thing. So that was incredible. Thank you. <laughs> Good story. So we're friends now. He tweets me and does this emoji. So we're we're cool. <laughs> that's, that's what locked it in. Yeah. And have you had a chance to uh, to meet? Anybody that uh, made you feel like you wanted to jump off of the stage in heels? This is, I don't want to mean to put a downer on it, but um, I will never have that moment that Billy had with her favorite or the person who like uh, inspired her. Yeah. Because I never got to meet or see Eddie Guerrero wrestle live. So I, I won't really get that, but I like talk with uh, like Vicky and I just feel like just that makes me really happy that um, like when I get to talk to Vicky, I just feel like, okay, this is like, good it's always nice i feel when you've worked so hard and so tirelessly to to get to a point in life that you always wanted to be at and then you get to meet the people that have inspired you to get there and so yeah. uh stories like this things like this are just kind of run the point home that you guys are good solid humans so Aww. thanks 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 for being our friends thanks for being you of course, yeah. of course. Kofi, e, do you have any more uh, weird stories to bring up or questions for these uh, fine young ladies? 
Oh, man. Uh, so I think uh, we were in, this isn't like a weird story or anything, but uh, you were talking about how uh, like empowering that Iconics pose is. You were in your cosplay. And I have to agree with that because I, I don't know if you guys remember, but uh, I think we were trying to get this picture for like maybe two or three days on tour. And it was, uh, I think uh, you guys had your pigtails. I had my pigtails. Yeah. And then you guys put me in the middle with the iconic pose. And one of you grabbed one of the pigtails on either yeah. side. It's one of my favorite pictures that I've ever taken. <laughs> Yay. And, and very empowering too. Like when you, you know, you puff that chest out and you're looking like, I don't even know, I don't even know what we're looking at. But, you know, you're looking at something and everybody else, you know, it's a very empowering pose. So, you know, thank you. Thank you for that. Pick. I love seeing how everyone interpretates the iconic pose because we never tell people how to do it. They say, how do I do it? And I said, you just you just do it. So it's some people have their hands up high. Some go low. Some don't even crouch out. Some look up. Some go in like that. Like it's mm. it's I love to see everyone's version of it because it's just it's it's what makes you iconic. Like, you know, you can do any iconic pose. And sometimes, like, the facials that go with it too, like sometimes Billy and I don't talk about it, but she'll have, like, a very serious stern look and I'll be, like, <laughs> like so happy to be here. The other way around. So it's always fun to see what when people do their pose, like, what their face does. Yeah. <laughs> what made you guys start cutting your shirts? Because that's when I think uh, started talking about the pose is when the shirts were cut. Yeah, we, we were just, like, everyone cuts, like, on live events, everyone has, like, a cool way to cut their shirts. And we were, like, we're honestly not very cool people. <laughs> <laughs> Lies. So how can we cut this shirt to represent us? <laughs> I think we just, like... So normally if we like to cut a crop top, we'll cut up the center and then around. Mm -hmm. And we do this to each other a lot to like rib each other. I think I maybe cut Billy's up and I said, I dare you to leave it. And then that's how it started. And I said, okay. Yeah. And so then, then I cut mine like that. And then I think you came in with the, oh, you should puff the shirt. And we were like, oh, yeah. stop. What an idea. Because <laughs> <laughs> it, was, it was just so ridiculous. And I was looking at you like, what is the point of that shirt? If you just if you just like show your show your belly and get that iconic, maybe that's something. And then when I saw you guys do it for the first time, I was like, oh my god, this is actually going to work. This is actually, this is actually like really good. I remember the first time we did it on TV as well. So there was like a our entrance happened, and then they they did something backstage. I'm not sure if it was a promo or a highlight or something. And uh, they said we're going to come back to you, and you guys will just like finish walking into the ring. And we didn't. I just realized we didn't tell anyone we were doing this. So when they came back to us we're just standing there and we had this slit down the middle and we're just standing there for a good five seconds and then and then we just got into the ring and um that was the first time it was ever on tv and and i absolutely the, loved it at the end of like the filmed promo we finished it in the pose and then it pans back to us like almost in the ring and we're in our pose again yeah. and it, it, i don't know but i'm was thinking of cutting shirts funny they're just reminding me something so you so they when like you're on live events like merchandise and it was like two weeks in a row or something oh sorry two weeks prior whose shirts they need to send so I remember one time we were kind of put on a live event last minute um and we get there and there's only one shirt and we're like well this is not going to work so we made it work we cut, <laughs> we cut that bad boy in half and we both wore half, half a t-shirt half, half a t-shirt <laughs> yep yep and then we went Just out there and we cut a promo about it <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I did. I, I have the picture right here. Yeah. 
because uh, like being able to take something like that that seems just like innocuous okay there's just one shirt here and it's like you guys are smart enough to go hey we can use this for material tonight because this is what's going to make this show different from tomorrow night show yeah. and the next night show so it's not monotonous for you but then you're also trying to get uh stuff to do while you're at tv and so you guys yeah. are are prime examples of using house shows for what I think they should be used for. And that's for weird experimentation to see what's going to fit best for, for your character to see if your character would do that. <laughs> <laughs> you know, if we can get away with a good rowboat on TV, I'm all for it. Yeah. Oh, one day it's got to make TV. It's got to. In your power. I will do everything in my power. I will <laughs> affirm Please. Pray to the high heavens to yes. make that happen. Please. Please. Dear God. Oh, it's so and good. so, so we'll check with you guys. We'll kind of come back for part two because unfortunately, time is winded down. Oh. I miss you guys. Oh, miss you too. too. It's good seeing y'all faces. Yeah, yeah. you know, you know and hearing your voice. Great. Yeah, but you guys look even better. Oh, come on, come on. <laughs> uh, where can they find you and uh, keep up with you guys on social media? TikTok. I've recently downloaded TikTok. Oh, which sorry, Peyton had to tell me. So on, on the TikTok, I thought that you, you pushed it and there was like a silhouette, like Just Dance, and then you copied the dude and then that was the dance. No. And Peyton told me, these people these learn people. these dances. They got to learn the dance and there are thousands awesome. of them. And I was like, what? Mad props to all the TikTokers out there because you put me in that work getting those dance videos up. Yeah. When I see them, I'm like, hell yeah, you spent that 30 minutes doing that routine. <laughs> Sorry, go ahead. So, yeah, on TikTok, I'm Payro from the block because I'm a big fan of JLo. Ah, um, hey. And on the other socials, like Instagram and Twitter, I'm just simply Peyton Royce WWE. Mm-hmm. And then on on the Twitter and the Instagram, I am at Billy K WWE. So follow me. Got to get those followers. There we go. There we go. And uh, you can catch me on the internet at Xavier Woods PhD, Instagram and Twitter. You can catch me on YouTube, up, up, down, down. That's the channel. Subscribe, please, if you're yet to subscribe already. Yeah, you can find me on uh, the Twitter at True Kofi. And the gram at the true Kofi. And that's where my social mediums and you won't catch me on TikTok. You won't I'll catch move. me. I can't. I just, I just, I'm a grown man. I'm, I'm a grown man. On my TikTok. You just I wait. Can't, I can't. <laughs> it's just, it's too much. That's my goal. Get Kofi on the TikTok with me. <laughs> uh, I'm at WWE Biggie on Twitter and on Instagram. And I downloaded TikTok only to watch Lana dance. That's the only reason I downloaded the because it brings me great joy. Aww. <laughs> All right. So obviously you listen to this podcast right now because you know where to download it. You know where to get it. Be sure to tell your friends to go download it. Make sure you tell them to subscribe. They can subscribe wherever they get their podcast. Just type in the new day, feel the power, and you will find a pink picture with three black dudes' faces on it. Go ahead. Click that. You're going to be all right. And if you're on Apple Podcasts, give us that five-star review because it helps you boys out so we can have fantastic guests on like these two ladies, the Iconics. What a pose. <laughs> Thank you guys so much for being on. We appreciate you. We love you. We miss you. Thank you for having us. Thank you for having us. Mm-hmm.